Growing Stones Camp Crown presents Bearded Man's Music Festival 2021, Foxtown Road, McKee, Kentucky, August 19th to the 21st, featuring Clay Case, James Dodson and Tristan Lambert, James Overby and the Talking Machine, Russell Johnson and Southern Sound, Jack Smith with Silas Kinner, Donovan Howard, Reed Gillum, Union City, Jeff Ritchie Experience, Better Than Yesterday, Manitoba Rock and Rolla, Kinda Lingers, Don Rogers and the Apostabillies, Moral Tavern, Jory Bowling, Another Direction, W.D. Miller, The Brett Nolan Band, Tyler Smith and the Steel Runners, Sarah Beth Terry, Hillbilly Jed, Foxtown, Sparrowhawks, Jen Marie and the Bruce, Rhinestone Roosters, Van Holler, Nightshade, and All Gussied Up. Must be 21 or older, rain or shine, no refunds. Tickets now available at eventbrite.com. Check out the event on Facebook for more information. That's the Bearded Man's Music Festival, August 19th through the 21st, Foxtown Road, McKee, Kentucky, Growing Stones Campground. Friends of Fall Benefit Bash, October 16th, 2021. Presented by Bash on the Branch Promotions, Lady Veterans Connect, and American Legion Riders Post 79. At Estill County Fairgrounds in the Exhibition Building in Irvine, Kentucky, 40336. Benefit for Homeless Women Veterans. Gates open at noon. Family-friendly, free activities for the kids. Food for purchase from Bowman's Baby Butt Barbecue. Live music performances by Kid Caden, Katie Grace, Moral Tavern, Jared Smith, Jory Bowling, Donovan Howard, Reed Gillum, W.D. Miller, Union City, Tony Long, and special appearance by Sarah Beth Terry. Music starts at 2 p.m., $15 cover charge. Armbands will be issued. Good for re-entry throughout the day. Ages 12 and under free admission. 100% of proceeds go to homeless women veterans. Other activities include silent auction, 50-50 raffle, poker run, weather permitting. Notice that all musicians, vendors, volunteers are not responsible for loss, theft, or accident. For additional information, follow Bash on the Branch Promotions on Facebook or call Jeff Farthing at 606-859-4331. Friends of Fall Benefit Bash, October 16th, 2021, Estill County Fairgrounds, Irvine, Kentucky. Hey, this is Crystal with A Voice in the Mountain. I am with Brian Combs of That One Show on WJSN 97.3 FM, Cat Country. And Brian's going to talk to us a little bit today about his own show. How are you, Brian? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm pretty excited because here after we record this, we're going to hop over into the booth and do an episode of your show as well, which I'm really looking forward to. Yes, yes. We'll be live uh, here in about 45 minutes. Every Sunday, you can catch Brian on That One Show here on WJSN. Or, sorry, there on WJSN. There's an old habit. You can listen to that show each week on Sunday at 4 p.m. Want to tell me a little bit about, first of all, how did you get started doing this? Well, that's actually a really funny story. I am an absolute geek when it comes to music, discovering new music. And also, I'm 40 years old, so I hate to sound like an old man, but back in my day, I absolutely love making mixtapes and then later, later on mix CD. And I would still do that, but in digital form on my iTunes playlist, as well as I would journal out specific theme playlists and things of that nature. And I turned 40 last year. My wife, God bless her heart, surprised me with my own radio show by getting with the owner here at WJSN, Gloria, as well as uh, John Bunn, and convincing them to give me an hour each week to play songs I want. It's probably the the best birthday present I've ever gotten, no joke. That is, it's a pretty good one, yeah. The content of your show, it varies, and you've had some really interesting things. A lot of people might not realize that WJSN is actually a mixed media, we can a mixed genre radio station. We, we have the license to play anything here at this station, and you actually take great advantage of that. Um, talk a little bit about where you pull a lot of your artists from. I'm pretty much open to anything, and I'm blessed that they give me total creative freedom when it comes to my playlist, as long as I don't 
violate FCC rules, so no F-bombs. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I don't really have any rules that I have to uh, abide by for what I play each week. Uh, Sometimes I'll do a theme playlist. I went four hours one time and played a song from all 50 states from either a musician or a you know solo artist that is from that particular state. That's probably the longest show I've done, but typically they're about an hour, hour and 15 minutes each week. I do try to emphasize local talent, meaning here in Kentucky as well as our neighbors in West Virginia, Virginia, Tennessee, and so forth. Basically, if I like it, I'll play it. I reach out to an artist and let them know I'm going to try to feature some of their music on an upcoming show and they're... 99% of the time, happy to send me that, whether they email me a digital song, but I've had a few send me CDs. Usually the Monday after my show on Sunday, I start compiling the playlist for the next week and fine-tuning it down, and I'm big on the order in which I play the songs. I try to make it flow good. I don't like to have all what you would consider slow songs are all loud and heavy i try to mix it up i try to throw a few classics in every now and again mainly stuff that i like to listen to that's not necessarily being played in a wide range on mainstream fm radio that i think people would like to hear if they just had a chance to hear it it's kind of surprising when you think about it when you realize that even people like tyler childers and so forth they don't actually get a lot of radio play outside of independent stations at this time and of course online media so it's always good to tune in to your very local stations and listen very locally because you never know what you might be missing out on if you're not doing that. You had mentioned also that at the end of the show you put together a Spotify list that people can listen to that's correlated to each episode. I do. I take the exact same songs I play on the radio minus my in-between song commentary and compile a Spotify list in the exact order in which I played it. And I usually put that out on social media, meaning Twitter and Instagram, Sunday evening, and I always tag the artists that got played because a lot of them are out of state, and a lot of them are in state but not quite in our listening area, and let them know I played them. Plus, it's not a lot, but they do get a little bit of money through Spotify if somebody clicks on there and, and listens to the song again, or that wasn't able to catch the show live takes the time to listen. So that's a great way to support your local artists is check them out and you can follow them on Spotify just like you do on Facebook or any other social media and be notified when they have a new song or anything like that and again that's a great way to monetarily support them so they can continue providing that great music for you. We're going to talk a little bit on this format and on the other because this will come out before the Honey Festival. We have a spectacular lineup coming up for our Jackson Honey Festival this year. You want to talk a little bit about that Brian? Absolutely. Uh, I mean kudos to the people that put that together. I'm not going to try to name them all because there were several, and I know I'll leave one out. But uh, for a free festival here in our home of Jackson, you couldn't get a better lineup. It's fantastic from top to bottom. Off the top of my head, I don't think I can remember all the people. But I know Sean Whiten's going to be on Friday. We've got the Local Honeys, which is one of my favorites playing. Cole Chaney, who his debut album came out a few months ago, when I was able to catch him live down at uh, Thatcher's at the Gorge about a month or so ago, and he's so good. To be just 21 years old, it blew my mind that the lyrics coming out of that dude's mouth or as heavy and deep as they are. So, I mean, he's got some big things in store for him. Who am I missing here? Magnolia Boulevard. Magnolia Boulevard. Yeah, I've seen them live several times. Yep. If you haven't had a chance to catch them, please come out for them. And we've got a local guy, Ryan Allen, actually plays the keys for that band. Dwayne, that plays guitar, I think he's from Perry County. It's all, you know, local to Kentucky talent, and they are a phenomenal band. If you like, if, you, if you've never heard them, if you like the Almond Brothers or any of that type of music from the 70s and 80s, it's a little jam bandy. Get in, slide guitar. Like I mentioned, Dwayne, he plays an absolutely killer slide guitar. Please come out and see them. I've 
I've paid 20 bucks to see them before down at the Burrow in Lexington, and you have you can see them right here in Jackson for free your Labor Day weekend. And they were with us a few honey festivals ago. It's one of the more memorable shows I've seen, honestly, was watching them perform, and it was absolutely pouring down the rain. And most people, honestly, had went in because of the weather, and they played, to me and like four other people out there, like there was a stadium of a million people, and it was one of the best shows I have ever seen in person. Phenomenal talent, and Jeremy Short and Company will be coming to join oh, yeah. us. Jeremy, again, is another uh, native Jacksonian, and we're so proud of him. A good longtime friend of mine went to high school with Jeremy. He's mind-blowingly talented man, really is. He's just an incredibly talented guy, and he's got a tremendous backup there with the band with him. Uh, Colby just had a birthday not long ago. Happy birthday to you. Um, and But, yeah, we have a. I do feel like we're missing somebody, not on purpose, of course. Uh, we'll cover this again on the show. Uh, as I go along, we'll update for that. But, yeah, do check that out. Do check out the Honey Festival this year. Let me say something real quick because you just brought back a memory for me about the show that you just saw on the Magnolia Boulevard and it started pouring the rain. Uh, the first time I ever saw Justin Wells was here in Jackson at Thatcher's outside in the parking lot. And he had his full band with him, but a song in, it started pouring the rain and lightning. So he actually borrowed an acoustic guitar to try to finish the show solo acoustic. And then it started pouring even harder and everybody got the hell out of Dodge pretty much except for me and like six other people. But that dude, as the professional he is, he had us all cram underneath the merchandise tent and we pretty much sit for like an hour and a half while he just drummed on the guitar of and it was almost like a jam session that we were just privy to and I'll, i mean i've been to hundreds of concerts from stadiums all the way down to little clubs and that to me is one of the two or three best i've ever been to just because of the uniqueness of it there's definitely something to be said for those people and and I actually heard, I give give credit to Jeff Farthing over at Bash on the Branch, manages a few young artists, and I did hear him tell one one time, listen, you, it doesn't matter if there's one person or a thousand people in this room, you play your heart out and you play the same all the way back of the room. And, and that's, that's incredible when you actually get to experience that out of an artist. It's a very intimate experience, and if you're emotionally involved or into music in any way, it's really moving to be a part of something like that, a really small setting that close to the artist. Absolutely. Yeah. What's coming up with you? Any uh, any special thing on the show? I uh, have a couple things. Uh, Jocelyn and a Sweet Compression out of Louisville, which is kind of an R&B soul type group, are playing a free show in Whitesburg in a couple weeks, and I'll be recording an interview with them to play later in September. Special show coming up the Sunday of Labor Day weekend in which I'm pretty much doing a mixtape of all music about work. I've been working on that for a few weeks now to kind of have it down and ready. But other than that, just playing some good music, hopefully, that people like each Sunday at 4 o'clock. And I know you have a festival coming up on September the 11th here in mm-hmm. Douthat Park. You want to talk about that for a minute? We're going to have a Voice in the Mountains first live event. We have a fantastic lineup coming to that. We've got uh, Lance Rogers headlining. We have Jared Smith, Lenny Sinners, Katie Meadows, Reed Gillum, Moral Tavern, and Moonlight Mall. And we've also added to that night we are going to be having a car and bike cruise-in. That'll be weather permitting. We'll have that over on the baseball field for you as well. The music is free. The event is free. There'll be food trucks and cool vendors there. So check that out. That'll be at Douthat Park on September 11th from 5 to 10 p.m. I was born and raised here in Breathitt County. Moved off because I was frustrated but came back to try to uh, just be part of the community. I was on city council and things of that nature for a while. How long as I've been alive, that's all I hear. Well, there's nothing to do in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Well, two Saturdays in a row here in Jackson, we've got two music festivals free. It won't cost you anything but your trip over here and your time, and I promise you'll have a good time if you just come over to both of them. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So don't let it be said there's nothing to do in town because there, there definitely is now. So come out and enjoy these things. Be a part of the festivities. Music is healing. Music really will help you if you're, if you're in a bad place or you're just looking to 
express yourself or connect with other people, music is an excellent way to do that. So join us on these events on September 11th and September 3rd and 4th for the Breathitt County Hunting Festival and the very first Voice in the Mountains Live. Brian, is, when you set out to do this, I know, uh, I feel like you, you have a deep love, obviously, for local musicians and music in general, but was there any underlying mission that you felt like you wanted to achieve by doing this? There's not a specific underlying mission other than I want to share music I love with as many people as possible because like what you just said a while ago, music's healing. And for me, I've always said music specifically, live music is my happy place. Basically each week if I can play music for an hour and if there's just one song out of the entire hour that touches someone, that's my mission. So what's the best show you've seen in a while, Brian? We so. didn't get to see very many at all last year, but mm -hmm. we've, we've got back up and running the last few months. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get to the Master Musicians Festival down in Somerset. The local honeys, I had seen them live at least probably 10, 12 times, but they were always just the duo. And that was the first time I'd, I ever saw them come out with a full band and play electric, and they blew my mind. They commented that was the biggest crowd I think they'd played in front of, I think they said. And they held everybody in the palm of their hand for the full hour of their set. And I cannot wait to hear their new album. They just signed to La Honda Records, and they've released two singles off that upcoming album so far. And it's a little bit different sound for them, but I'm very excited for that. I got to see The Ghost of Paul Revere, which is a band I really enjoy out of Maine, play The Burl. You been to the Burl? I have not yet, but it's definitely on my Listen, list. Listen, any show that you see at the Burl is going to be a good show. The, the, the ambiance and atmosphere of an old train station depot turned into a music venue. So that's one of your favorite venues? Or? It's probably my favorite venue in, in all the state is the Burl. It's in Lexington, right? It's in Lexington, downtown in the old distillery district. It was basically a train depot that was built about 80 years ago. They bought it and just turned it into a music venue. It's intimate. I think the max capacity is around 250, 300 folk. The sound, even though it wasn't originally built for that, is phenomenal. And let me give a quick plug for a new venue in Moorhead called the Venue 109. They took an old one-screen movie theater that was built in the 20s and converted it into a uh, awesome venue. I have seen a few shows over there. The first time I got over there, I got to see Walter DeBar. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's out of West Virginia, and I love that dude, as good as a musician as he is. He's a better person. He has a fantastic story. I highly recommend you check him out. Uh, I just love music. I'm fortunate enough I'll be getting to go to the Railbird at the end of the month in Lexington. Get to see some of my favorites that I've never got to see before, all in a couple of days. Coder Wall, Jason Isabel, Tanya Tucker, My Morning Jacket. They've got a phenomenal lineup. I'm, I'm lucky to be able to go over and cover that on behalf of my show. I spent the last few days also watching Bonnaroo and a couple of the artists uh, from there are actually going to be at Real Bird. Yes. Uh, a few of them. And it's just incredible. So that's really cool, man. I, I can't wait to hear the episode after you cover that to see what that was like. And so we've both been to a lot of festivals and concerts this summer. What's some on your to-do list? What are a couple people that you would love to see? As long as COVID doesn't cancel stuff, I'm flying to Iowa. My best friend all the way through school moved to Iowa years ago, and he is turning 40 in September. Two, uh, one of our favorite bands that we share and have shared for a long time is Wilco. Flying up there in September, Lord willing, the creek don't rise and seeing Wilco with him in Des Moines, Iowa. Looking forward to that, like I said, Real Bird. There is a festival over in Paintsville in early October called the Alley on Main. A lot of cool artists that I've played on my show before will be playing there. I hope to get over to that one. I think the only other one I have right now on my schedule will be on August 21st in Moorhead. I'll be seeing Arlo McKinley and the Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle and Magnolia Boulevard where I'll be hoping for him. So that'll be a cool triple bill. Now again, we'll have links to all this up um, on the podcast and as well to Brian's show and we'll share all these events 
updates on our social medias as well. So be sure to like and follow both The Voice in the Mountains and especially be sure to give Brian a like and follow on social media and tune in every 4 p.m. every Sunday on WJSN Cat Country. Thank you so much for joining us, Brian. We're going to pop off here and switch circuits, get on the waves on WJSN. Awesome. Thanks for having me. A Voice in the Mountains is a podcast featuring local arts, culture, and tourism in eastern Kentucky. A Jackson-based production formerly aired on WSGS Hazard and WJSN Jackson. Now available nationwide wherever you get your podcast. And on our website at avoiceinthemountains.buzzsprout.com. The podcast covers people, places, and uniquely East Kentucky culture that define our area artistically. Through interviews, articles, and photos, it showcases our best and broadest and highlights the issues that affect our area with factual, educational approaches intended simply to engage and inform. A Voice in the Mountains has a following of over one point five thousand on social media and is steadily growing. The show had fifty downloads from Moorhead, Kentucky to Manhattan, New York in the first thirty days it was available. Its average reach is one point five thousand viewers for a locally sponsored event. If you would like to support the podcast directly, you can become a monthly or event sponsor. Monthly sponsorship packages are fifty dollars per month and include the following two professionally produced thirty second ads, two thirty second spots on every upload over five minutes at the start and end of each program. Weekly run of your ad on our Facebook and Instagram feeds. Mention during any live event that we mention our podcast. Live event coverage. Coverage of any live event includes hourly live broadcast from the event, pictures and articles on Facebook and Instagram, and an episode of the podcast will be recorded live during the event featuring interviews with staff, talent, vendors, and attendees. Live event coverage also includes a monthly sponsorship package for the month of your event. If you pay for weekend coverage, you'll also get a bonus after-hours episode of the podcast. This will have a daily rundown of the artist, the next day's plans, extra conversations with artists and industry workers within the event. I have significantly less overhead with a podcast to give you the same professional quality ads and programs at a much lower cost to the sponsors. Sponsorship begins the week following receipt of payment. Sponsorship is good for 30 calendar days. Each sponsor will receive four weekly ads, one per week on Facebook and Instagram. Each sponsor will receive two 30-second ads written and produced for their business or venue. Sponsors may use produce ads on their own media platforms during the 30-day sponsorship with permission so long as each post is credited hashtag CrystalMediaKY, hashtag AVITM. All proceeds go directly to the production and promotion of the podcast. A Voice in the Mountains does not charge artists or not-for-profit organizations to appear on or be featured within the show or any of our social media platforms. The idea behind the podcast is simply to promote independent artists, our culture, and unique and rare tourist destinations across East Kentucky. Your sponsorship makes that possible and makes our communities a more enriched and beautiful place to be. Support your local artist and small business. Sponsor A Voice in the Mountains. Contact me directly on Facebook or Instagram or email me crystaljonesroberts at gmail.com.